You're listening to the audio program, Host and Guest, hosted by me, Rick Katchke. Now here's myself, Rick Katchke. Welcome to this edition of Host and Guest. On today's program, I'm joined by Josh Modell. We'll have the interview with Josh in just a moment. When I look back at the moments from my youth that really have had a long-lasting impact, I think one of the ones that stands out is the first time I ever went to Atomic Records. Atomic Records was a legendary record store on Milwaukee's east side, right next to the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee campus. And in high school, I went there for an in-store performance by David Garza, a musician I really like. And David was there looking at the records, so I went up to him and, you know, introduced myself. This was before his performance, and he was a really nice guy, and I got to stick around. And the owner of Atomic Records, a fellow named Rich, he let me stay inside as they set up for the performance. And it was a really nice experience. I got to have a, a song played for me, and it was just really special. And that's the sort of thing that you can't get at most record stores or at a Best Buy or a Borders. You just don't get that human touch. And it's really a shame because Atomic Records uh, went out of business earlier this year, so that unique element of Milwaukee's culture is gone. We'll have the interview with Josh in just a moment. My guest on today's program is Josh Modell. Josh is a writer for the Onion AV Club and also for Spin Magazine. And the Onion AV Club just released their second book called Inventory. I spoke with Josh after a book signing of Inventory at Boswell Books in Milwaukee. All right, welcome to this edition of Host and Guest. Today I'm joined by Josh Modell. Josh, welcome to the program. Thank you very much. Now, uh, Josh, you are a member of the AV Club. The AV Club has just released their second book, Inventory. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about the book? It is a book of lists, some wacky, some serious. Uh, the subtitle, uh, which I like to repeat at length because it's so long, is 16 films featuring Manic Pixie Dream Girls, 10 songs, 10 great songs nearly ruined by saxophone, and 100 more obsessively specific pop culture lists. So I think in those 9,000 words, it tells you what, what the book is all about. <laughs> is there a list in particular that stands out as a personal favorite? Well... Um, can I swear on your podcast? Absolutely. Oh, good. I get a Feel lot of free. shit for the uh, for the, the saxophone one, which I had to write by myself because everyone was too scared to participate. But now I think they kind of like it. Um, it was one of those funny ones where I don't actually necessarily believe what I wrote, um, but it was kind of fun to do and, and poke uh, poke fun at saxophone, which is always. Uh, to me, a really annoying instrument in almost every context, really. <laughs> Especially jazz. Uh, well, jazz, jazz, I think you can get away with. But like, there was this period in the '80s where every rock song had somebody playing saxophone on it. Like the, the "Young Americans" by David Bowie, which is a song I really like, mm-hmm. uh, was a victim of that, I think. And it actually has David Sanborn playing sax on it. So that guy was busy for a while. <laughs> not that he's not busy now, but uh, it was David Sanborn syndrome for a while there, and it was sad. Now, how did you get involved writing for the AV Club? I started, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, in 2000, almost 10 years ago, as the listings editor for the Milwaukee edition of the paper, and uh, just sort of slowly started writing music reviews and uh, other things, and, and uh, eventually kind of became the listings editor for several cities, and then as we opened more cities, uh, I became the editor of all the local sections, and then from there just got more and more involved, and uh, my job t- seems to change like every year and a half or so. Now, you also write for Spin Magazine. Uh, did that come off as a result of your work with The Onion? Or? Um, 
I think indirectly, yeah. I mean, I, I think the uh, reviews editor at Spin is a fan of the AV Club, and I and I knew his then fiance now wife a little bit um and i think he just approached me at one point and said hey why don't you write some reviews for us and i was like okay sure why sure. not has there been a, a particular uh, favorite piece that you've done either for uh, the onion or for uh, spin oh gosh um there are probably lots for both um I'm trying to think of anything particularly good uh, i interviewed paul thomas anderson right when There Will Be Blood came out, which is like one of my favorite movies of all time, which sure. is really exciting, and uh, he was really cool, which is always a plus when you really, really admire someone and you're, you don't want them to be a dick, of course. Um, <laughs> and he said something at the end of the interview. like I, he, I had no idea if he had ever heard of the AV Club or anything, and at the end of the interview, he said something like, oh, you know, thanks for talking to me. You, know, you guys are, are really great at what you do or something. And yeah. that could have been just something that a guy says to every interviewer, but, uh, but I got the sense they actually meant it, so... Uh, that was good. Now, uh, when you were here in Milwaukee, you started Milk Magazine. That's true. Uh, can you tell us about Milk Magazine and how that came to be? Um, I like that you pronounce it Milk because that's the the proper Milwaukee, uh, <laughs> sorry, Milwaukee way to pronounce it. Um, milk was just sort of. Uh, well, I don't want to downplay it because it was. I just looked through them all the other day. It was a, a music fanzine slash magazine. It was sort of a fanzine trying to be a magazine that I published from. 1993 to 1999, every other month, and now looking back at the stack of them, I'm just shocked by, uh, I have no idea how we did it, uh, you know, put out this publication every eight weeks, but it's basically just a music magazine, tons of interviews, and, and I was paging through all of them, I found a stack of, of every issue, there were 36 uh, a couple weeks ago, and I paged through all of them, and uh, there was some really cool stuff in there, and there was some really, really terrible stuff in there that's, like, <laughs> regrettable. But uh, I think all of us have that at the AV Club where you look at something you wrote, you know, X number of years ago and just go, oh, that's the worst. But there was really cool stuff. I mean, there was uh, an interview with Neutral Milk Hotel in there and just, and you know, an interview with Wilco, like, when our first record came out and stuff, yeah. where I'm like, oh, we, we were on to some pretty cool stuff. And then, of course, we were on to some shit as well. But <laughs> what can you do, you know? There's, we had interviewed Archers of Loaf 100 times, which I'm very proud of, so... Uh, yeah, and as soon as I stopped doing that, um, virtually like two to three months later, I started working for the Onion. So now, uh, as part of that, um, did a series of concerts. Uh, yes. Every December for about six years, you did six of them. Um, I I can't remember to be <laughs> honest with you, uh, but yeah, we did a very milky Christmas. I think there was one year we didn't do it, um, but yeah, we did. Uh, you know. Everything from sort of one-night blowouts. I was just talking to somebody the other day about the one in 2000. I think it was 2000, which was uh, Promise Ring, Alkaline Trio, and the Dismemberment Plan, uh, which looking back on now, I can imagine people going, like, oh, my God, that's, like, the greatest show ever. But that was sort of the bands we were really into. And um, that was always, it, for me, uh, incredibly gratifying and, like, one of the best nights of the year. Just so much fun. Yeah. Just so much, like, not as cheesy as it sounds like not no commerce involved really and just like bands coming to play and a bunch of people really excited to see them so yeah i remember i went to uh Eve Barzilay, mm -hmm. ben gibbard and, and eric bachman so oh, yes. that was that was really cool yeah. now you also worked at the uh legendary record store atomic yes. records yes. do you have any favorite anecdotes or memories from your time there oh man um i was actually thinking about that last night and uh this is gonna sound cheesy too but uh I think I wish I was nicer to people when I worked there. <laughs> I think we, we sort of got a, uh, s at least at the beginning of my tenure, sort of a semi-deserved reputation for uh, uh, being too hip or something. Um, but, you know, it was great 
great times and you know what a way to really just embrace a love of music you know you go to work for from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. and just listen to records all day and, and, and you can hear everything you want you mm -hmm. know anything you want and uh, and kind of interact with people about about what they're liking and, and all that sort of thing so it's definitely gonna be missed you know as more and more record stores close down as I think people aren't don't realize it and they won't realize kind of what they've missed uh, sadly. Now, every week on the show, we always ask for some recommendations. Uh, so, first of all, a film recommendation. Uh, I just saw the new Chris Smith movie. Um, Chris Smith, who did American Movie, he's a Milwaukee guy. Um, I don't actually know if it's in theaters yet. It's called Collapse, and it's really—it's just a—it's a documentary, sort of interviewing this one uh, guy whose name is Mike Rupert or Rupert. I can't—I don't know how you pronounce it. Um, but essentially, it's this guy who's, who's predicting the total collapse of civilization as we know it. and he makes a very convincing case and it's uh, incredibly scary and I also watched uh, on, on a plane the other day I watched uh, this French movie called Tell No One which is really good um, kind of creepy murder mystery kind of thing and uh, is, that, is that enough? Should I give you another you recommendation? Can feel free I'm trying to think of what else uh, is new and exciting that's coming out I'm trying to think of a good record that's coming out but it's the end of the year so no good records come out <laughs> that you was know, the next <clears> question <throat> Um, what was the next question? Best music of the year? Yeah, your favorite. Uh, not necessarily of the year, but an album recommendation. Um, I think so far, this is like, an I don't even know if it's this year, but like the last three months is this incredible time, like super mainstream hip-hop. Like there's this new R, R. Kelly single that's the greatest thing ever. Um, that guy Drake from Canada, I don't know if you've heard that song, Successful, but um, he's got a mixtape called So Far Gone, and then they they pared it down to an EP, but you should download the mixtape. There's like 16 or 17 songs. Totally incredible. Like, just really, he's sort of in my eyes, like kind of the new Kanye, like not necessarily, not necessarily as creative. But, sure. Uh, but uh, I love the Drake record uh, <laughs> so much. And Lil Wayne is on like every other song on it. Um, and Kanye's on one track, I think. But there's, uh, like one song is built entirely around a Peter Bjorn and John song. And another song is based on this Licky Lee song. Um, so it's kind of, there's a lyric on it uh, where he, he says something about how the hipsters and the hood n-words are going to have to get along because of him, which is a, is so sort of perfectly uh, perfectly summarizes what he does. So he's a, he's got a full length coming out in February of next year that I think is going to be huge. I mean, he's already pretty huge. The song's successful with uh, Lil Wayne's on it, and then he's got a song with um, Eminem and Jay Z. I think I can't remember the name of it, but anyway, it's good. And uh, oh, there's this new song by. Um, by Trey Songs called I Invented Sex. Amazing. Just the great, I mean, if you're going to brag, do it. Let's do it all the way, I think. Well, Josh, thank you so much for being on Host and Guest. Thank you. I look forward to listening to myself on your podcast. Thanks again to Josh for joining me on the program. Be sure to check out the new book, Inventory, by the Onion AV Club. Our theme song is done by Tiny Folk for all of his music. Be sure to go to Last FM and search for Tiny Folk, all one word. This has been another edition of Host and Guest. I've been your host, Rick Katchke. Thanks for listening to the program. Sand, 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 sand,